Empire. The stadiums won't remain sparsely filled forever. One of the other big items that every vendor will tell you is they just want it seamless. So, how do we improve ingress into the stadium, egress out of the stadium, um, concession lines that are quick, uh, restroom lines that are quick? So, ultimately, they're coming to the game to to enjoy a football game, hang out with friends and family, not be stuck in line. That's Brett Shope, Chief Revenue Officer of the San Francisco 49ers, where making the return to the stadium an even friendlier experience is paramount now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Brett Shobe is in his second stint with the San Francisco 49ers, this one a CRO for the last seven seasons. And as you might expect, this one is by far the most challenging. But being in Silicon Valley with a new venue to work with, it's also a time for the team to continue to improve while the fans continue to wait out a pandemic. Our guest this week is Brent Schaub, who's the chief revenue officer of the San Francisco 49ers. And when they can open up their stadium again, and we can't wait for that to occur, they've got a unique thing that is happening there. They're going cashless. Hey, Brent, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? We're doing all right. Um, you know, before we get into the partnership and the future of being a fan at Levi Stadium, we're in the middle of a football season. It's the weirdest one ever. How are you guys handling it out there? Yeah, it's, uh, it's no doubt uh, interesting uh, not being able to cheer on Steve and the faithful uh, being at home, especially coming off a, a Super Bowl appearance last year. So um, I think at, at this point in time, everyone's handling it in stride as much as you can in the middle of a pandemic and following all the, the appropriate protocols from the NFL, the state, and the county here. And uh, yeah, I think we're just, just excited to get to uh, to Sundays at this point in time each week to see the team play, whether you're watching at home or fortunate enough to be one of the handful that have to work on a game day uh, to watch the team play as well. Um, you know, I will say this as someone who I work directly with the Washington football team, so I know this from personal experience, but I, I don't know if it's any different in California, but the protocols that everyone has to go through just to get to a Sunday, it is something, Brent. I mean, it really is. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's critically important um, if we're going to play an NFL season to make sure everyone's as safe as possible, which is priority number one for everybody. So um, no doubt that that what the NFL put into place um, is, is quite comprehensive to make sure the team and the coaches, the staff, and everyone else working around them are, are as safe as we possibly can be at this point in time, no doubt. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a strange time to announce things that are changing within the stadium, but we're in a weird year. Um, tell me a little bit about the partnership with Visa and um, the thought process going behind to go cashless. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, Visa for us, they're, they're one of, if not the longest, tenured partner with the San Francisco 49ers dating way back uh, to Candlestick and, and beyond. So with them, really, our partnership heading into Levi Stadium was all about how do we innovate together in regards to uh, payments, et cetera, within their category. So 
we first launched uh, the key technology integration with them was right before Super Bowl 50. We were the first team to, or I should say the first NFL team in the stadium to go contact uh, contactless with them, which was still pretty new um, several years ago. So we flipped out, we had about 600 or so uh, POS, both at retail and f and locations with us. So that was really our first dive into our new partnership at Levi Stadium. And then as we looked at an expansion of our partnership, we were trying to figure out what's next. So we've been talking to them about cashless for, for quite a while. And obviously with the pandemic, it really ramped up those conversations for us. So um, as we went into the pandemic, we, we amped up those conversations and decided, you know what, there's no time like now to uh, to roll this out as a lot of other businesses uh, and other sports teams and venues are looking we are. So I'm really excited to roll this out whenever we can have fans, whether it's 2020, 2021, et cetera. Uh, we think uh, there's a ton of benefits from the fan experience um, perspective as we move forward here with Pizza. All right, so how will that streamline concessions or, or merchandise or whatever? How, how does it affect the fan who would come to your stadium? Yeah, it's just the speed of service. Number one, obviously, there's a safety component of it um, with COVID and beyond. But the speed of service piece is what's, what's exciting. The uh, the example that I use, you probably were the same. You go to your grocery store 10 years ago, and when someone busted out uh, a credit card in front of you, you kind of rolled your eyes because you knew the processing time was going to take forever and cash was faster. But now you go to a grocery store and you see someone bust out cash, you feel the same way. By the time that they're got changed, et cetera, you can just tap and go. Um, and the line goes a lot quicker. So not too dissimilar than a stadium here. So we see the speed of service being much more amplified. Obviously, our concession stands and retail get uh, pretty pinched up between quarter breaks, halftime, et cetera. So we'll be able to flow people through a lot quicker and get it back to their seats and cheer on our team at that point as well. And then obviously on the safety side, there's no more hand-to-hand contact in regards to uh, exchanging cash between the fan and the employee on game days as well. So obviously a health safety benefit also. You know, we had Moon Javid on the podcast not that long ago, um, and he talked openly a lot, and this is before the season even started, so I don't think we knew where all this was going, at least here in 2020. But he talked openly about um, how that you guys are consistently trying to modernize the experience um, at your stadium. Um, why is it so important to you to, to continue to try to innovate the stadium experience? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. I think, you know, one big reason I'd say is we opened up Levi's Stadium and one of the main pillars for us was to be innovative slash advanced in technology. Like twofold for that. One, we're obviously sitting right in the heart of Silicon Valley. So pretty important to, to stay modernized as much as possible when you're in Silicon Valley. And then two, a lot of our partners are in that non-traditional tech slash innovative space as well. So when we were looking to open the building, we told all of our tech partners, uh, a lot of them either based in Silicon Valley or had major presence in Silicon Valley, that we'd lean on them to help enhance the fan experience. Um, so as part of that, we're really delivering on that promise that we um, that we laid out uh, back in 2014 when we opened the doors. So everything, you know, for some examples, it's everything from uh, being one of the first mobile ticketing teams in the NFL with our partnership with Ticketmaster, 
to having the first um, full all-encompassing TrueView from Intel in your tuner building. Uh, Moon Pride talked about it, but our, our executive huddle presented by SAP. We rolled out last year for real-time fan analytics, and uh, we're actually looking to roll out uh, 8K with our partner Foxconn, uh, which will be the first 8K-ready building, um, and we think internationally, not only just across the U.S., but anywhere. So as we're bringing in on new partners, Rise, we're leaning on their expertise, obviously, in this example, Visa, in our mind, is a global leader in digital payments. So you know, we're leaning on them to help us solve any issues, which here was an efficiency challenge. And then obviously with COVID, it was a safety challenge for us. And, uh, and these really helped us deliver on that. Um, what are the fans telling you? When you ask them what do they want when they come to the stadium, what do they tell you? Uh, they definitely want to come to cheer on the team. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And then one of the other big items that every venue will tell you, they just want a seamless experience. So how do we improve ingress into the stadium? egress out of the stadium, um, concession lines that are quick, uh, restroom lines that are quick. So ultimately, they're coming to the game to to enjoy a football game, hang out with friends and family, not be stuck in line. So in this example with Visa, obviously, it helps speed up and expedite all of our concessions and retail lines. When you look at our uh, partnership with SAT, with the executive huddle, some of that is to eliminate some of the pinch points of fans coming into the stadium and also into our parking lot and help direct that traffic a little more efficiently as well. Um, you have this opportunity. It's an unusual opportunity to sit back and unfortunately in an empty stadium. Um, are you guys thinking about anything else about, about how you want to recreate the experience now that you kind of have the opportunity to see a game in front of you, but there's nobody out there? Yeah. Well, Fans definitely make a difference. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Uh, we, we definitely, especially with a defensive-minded team, uh, last year our fan base was, was critical to us. Um, so we, we've noticed that for sure, and the players have been amped up with the fans. I think really, um, you know, for us, we, through Moon's team and our business analytics team, we collect a ton of survey data. We do fan focus groups every year, et cetera. So we had a pretty good feel on what our fans were looking for. So, you know, at this point in time, we're really talking to our partners and saying, hey, is there anything around the corner that fans might not even be asking for that we can just simply improve the experience on our end um, through a partnership? So, um, you know, all the Foxconn 8K replays on our video board help turn a challenge around because it gives our coach a, a much cleaner and visible lens into you know, if a player was out of bounds or not, for example. So, I think in all these conversations we have with our tech partners, we're always trying to find what's next. Uh, the one thing that um, we also saw when they was a challenge last year was uh, just the, the cost of food and beverage as you're a season ticket member and what's the value prop of being a season ticket member. So one other item that we rolled out that was planned for this year, but obviously will be now probably kicked to 2021, is the, the member-inclusive menu. So our season ticket members receive F&B, as part of their membership. So it really increases that value prop for, you know, why you're a member versus just a single game buyer as well. Uh, it's interesting you brought up season ticket holders. I mean, in, in other sports, as you probably know, they're re-envisioning the package where in some cases, like baseball teams, you're not even sitting in the same seat 
every game. They're allowing you to move around. And there are other groups that are thinking about different parts that would be part of a package that might involve Uber rides or Netflix subscriptions. Is the NFL there? Do do you need to kind of enhance the season ticket package or is the product itself and the stadium experience itself still kind of suffice for the customer? Yeah, it's a good question and no doubt a challenge facing facing the overall industry. I think for our specific situation, we're fortunate because over 90% of our building are our season ticket holders. And obviously, you know, we've got eight games plus preseason and hopefully playoffs on top. So it's not, you know, a baseball schedule, for example, where you have 80 plus games to, to have to figure out how to manage those seats. So I think the NFL in general will probably be a little bit of a slow mover there just based on the lack of number of games. Um, so season tickets are still pretty important for most teams. And in our specific case, we're, we're in a pretty good spot. So instead of changing the, the quantity of games for us, the most important thing is figuring out, hey, what is what is that value prop for being a member? So that's why we, we added in this uh, member-inclusive menu. Two years ago, we actually rolled out a monthly member plan as well. You can pay on a monthly basis and just divide your payments by 12. Um, instead of only having two payments, which is pretty typical um, and was typical to us as well. So really, we're, we're just trying to figure out, hey, how do we take care of our members? They're obviously our, our most important base in regards to um, filling up the stadium for, for a home game or board. So you mentioned earlier whether they come back in 2020 or 2021. Um, look, we can't take a whole nother season. So 2021 kind of has to happen, Brent. All right. <laughs> just got to... I got I got to think the world is coming back. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I hope I hope we get some fans still filming for for 2020. But uh, you know, obviously that's not up to us. And we're we're leaning on all the all the experts in the county and state to to give us the, the thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, but listen, I, I know personally what the mammoth effort is just to get these games going. So congratulations getting to this point of the season and congratulations on the NFC championship a year ago. And thank you so much for joining us here. Definitely. Thanks for the time. On the next future sport podcast, a fantasy gaming legacy founder is on to his next big thing. Flex felt much more like a chat, you know, experience. So it's, it's much more like, um, if you're familiar with Twitch's chat, um, or, or even just like a text thread, you know, it's easy to see who you're, who's chatting, and it works really well in real time. That's Nigel Eccles, co-founder of FanDuel, and now creator of Flick, a new service that helps like-minded sports fans find a new home to connect. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com.